So I did my um, intervals yesterday. I, as we talked, as we recorded this episode of the podcast, it's Saturday afternoon. So I did my intervals yesterday, Eric, and I was doing 1K intervals. And the warm-up, I got 450. After that, then I pushed too hard. It was a 413, 415 or something like that. And I got two more 1K intervals in. And I knew by the third one, I was getting back to 450. I'm like, I may as well cut it. Nothing today. I'm done. But I was glad I got out there because it was absolutely miserable weather. But got yeah. in, got it done. And I checked the, the other race predictor on Garmin afterwards. Yeah, that, that came up. Beautiful thing. That, yo, told me I was going to do 21 minutes for a 5K. I was like, I can't. If I break down my 1K intervals, I, I'm with a two-minute rest. I'm nowhere close to it. So I put up a little post on, you know, watch out with the Garmin. It's not totally accurate. And then especially when it comes to calories, don't ever trust any anything like to eat back the calories you burn towards it because you'll end up overeating. So I put up that post and then later on that evening, you know, had a bit of food, a couple of glasses of wine, uh, had a couple of Sierra Nevada pale ales, not really doing a shout out to them. We want to sponsor the podcast. We're open to that. And yeah. I was watching, you know, I was actually, I saw a trial by, what was it, trial of Chicago 7 or something on Netflix. Oh, yeah, that's a oh, re- I really enjoyed it. Really, really fun movie. But uh, fun's probably not the right word, but I love the band. Yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, uh, okay. So anyway, had that. I'm getting to a point here in a second. It's a slow build into it. If you're paying attention, you got to kick at the end of it. So I went to sleep that night, and because I had a you know half bottle of wine and a couple of pale ales, I wasn't sleeping that much. I was tossing and turning all night. When I toss and turn, I turn over and my whole body leaves the bed and I start elbow dropping back down the bed to turn over side to side. She's about to kill me. She's like, he does this again, or punch him in the face. And so I'm not getting really good sleep. The next day, which was this morning, I was up at seven o'clock in the morning getting ready, heading to work and all the rest. And I had a look at the phone. I was just going through. It was like, yo, your VO2 max is this or this. And it says, I'm going to get the quote because I took a picture of it. I said to her, she's like, yeah, that's right. I said, uh, recovery is 13 hours underneath, delayed by poor sleep. So I want to give a shout out to Garmin and say, maybe it's a little bit critical about how accurate you guys are because it was very accurate the next day to watch it tell me you had a really poor night's sleep up half the night tossing and turning and everything else yeah. Go with it. So yeah, no, Garmin, sometimes they, they, they do know their crap. <laughs> oh yeah, I know it's the one time as well. I don't mind, like there's one day I didn't sleep at all, but I didn't move. I'm not like you. I don't think, try and karate chop <laughs> the missus in the bed. But... <laughs> Because usually I'm in the bed on my own, but no, I, I just I was uh, I just lay there and uh, I don't move, and yeah. it's like, oh, you got eleven hours sleep. I was like, I didn't sleep a single hour last night. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, look, it's not a proven science, but as you said, if you are tracking calories through watches, you know, try and give yourself a buffer of about two to three hundred. You know, if you're if yeah. you're trying to lose weight, you know, or trying to gain either, you know, try and give yourself. I think you're always safer on the uh, the gaining side, but. If you're trying to lose, maybe give yourself a buffer of two to three hundred. It's always a safe bet then that you know if you still have a, a deficit of two to three hundred according to the watch, then you're probably on target. Yeah, I think it's just like perfect, especially the race predictor is like perfect conditions. Everything's absolutely spot on, and you're feeling 100 percent And you're you running down up. a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and then you might get close. But Eric, uh, we've got one of your friends on this week's episode of the podcast. Really looking forward to this one. Yeah, this is going to be good. And and as we talked about Garmin, nutrition and all, it's all going to play a part in today. So it's a nice lead in to uh, Connor, who's going to be on with us. And uh, really, really, I enjoyed because we can say we, we I've enjoyed this one. Uh, yeah. But uh, hopefully everyone at home does. And uh, very insightful from young shoulders, but very, yes. very good listening. And great, great attitude to uh, just general fitness and trying to help people focus themselves. 
I can't give you a better lead than that. So with that said, guys, this is this week's episode of the podcast with Connor Jameson. Guys, enjoy. So in this week's episode of the podcast, we have got one of Eric's friends uh, with military background. Big man into the GAA, turned into a little bit more CrossFit, is doing his first CrossFit competition in a couple of weeks' time. But Eric spotted him over the summer, doing a lot more kind of stuff on his Instagram, nutrition, training, building up this competition. Eric, I'm going to let you take over from here. And this one's this week's guest. Uh, welcome to the show, Connor Jameson. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Yeah, see, he had to say Eric's friend because Sean doesn't have friends. So it's usually, <laughs> it's usually, yeah. Uh, I actually don't even know why I hang around with him now, to be honest. But yeah, it's usually it's usually me that brings people on. Connor, oh, thanks for having No problem so at all. No problem. It's a pleasure to be yeah. here. As Sean was saying, I was away there for the last while, and it was one of these days now. I'd had a Wendy's, but I had a diet Dr. Pepper with it now. It was a big day of calories. And then I seen you putting up some salmon and potatoes, and I was like, this, All the good stuff. This? No, I'm going to say it. Over 18 is this fucker making me feel bad for the day I have to have it. So, uh, but then I, I really got into following you and it was absolutely amazing. Now, when we started training together, there was one day I realized, now Sean calls us friends, but it was this one day I realized we can never be friends. We were in the drill shed and we had, did a plank competition. <laughs> Sean, this scumbag, how many minutes did you hold a plank for? Uh, I think it was near 14 minutes or something like that. <laughs> 14? <laughs> Yeah. I was going to say six or seven. I was going to be impressed. Oh, 14 minutes. And that's when I, I knew me and him can never be friends. <laughs> ever. I was like, you disgust me. You absolutely disgust me. And Eric, I what did mind. you get? You what? Eric, what did you get? we got to have compared uh, contrast like, here. In fairness, no, it wasn't bad. I think I held it for four and a half minutes or something, which is the longest I've ever held a plank for. Uh, and I'll never do it that long again. I'd be impressed, but, huh? This little shitbag. He wasn't even shaking. <laughs> He wasn't even shaking, and I was like, ah, I'm sick of him. But I, was I was shaking big time. Don't worry about that. Yeah, it was like a, he was like a swan, calm and graceful on top, but kicking like fuck underneath. Anyway, <laughs> so I seen how impressive his mentality was in training, and always a positive, positive attitude, and it was always something I admired of. And I was older in a different kind of platoon, so we we kind of joked about, but. I always admired the work ethic he always had and his mentality. It was never disappointed. It could have been raining. We could have been in muck. We could have been backpacks. But always had that. And the closest thing to David Goggins I've seen, him and Ozzy are similar. The only difference is I like Conor more than I like Ozzy. Ozzy just makes me feel bad every day. <laughs> Ozzy's but, a great uh, man. He's a great man. He is a great man, but uh, he's old. We have to give him... <laughs> He's married and has a baby now. He's, it's over for him. So, but the but in fairness to Connor, I've always admired his positive attitude. And when I was away and away from home, obviously you spend a lot more time online trying to keep in touch with people at home. And I just seeing Connor, you moved into the CrossFit kind of element of it. Was that yeah. something that came about during lockdown, or how long have you been doing that? Um. So yeah, CrossFit was kind of on the radar since the start of last lockdown, really. So once COVID, I was kind of on in transitioning from football into it and then COVID hit. So uh, it was a bit of a bumpy road. I started off in a in a gym in Dublin called CrossFit Ireland um, and it was going well for a couple of months. Um, I seemed to pick things up naturally enough and just COVID hit. I'm currently studying in Galway at the moment, so I had to move. So it kind of broke back down. Um, so it's literally since the start mid last year, it's kind of really kicked off for me. So, um, yeah, really enjoying it so far. Yeah, and that's what I noticed because I went away mid last year and I just seen more and more posts of it. And you started to put a lot more on to Instagram. 
one of the things I have, and I still struggle, even though me and Sean are running our own business, it's all based online. I really struggle with posting on my Instagram. One, because I'm afraid of what people think of me, which is a really, really terrible thing and something I need to work on myself. Um, but I was admiring how much of your training life you were putting online. What Did you find it difficult to put yourself out there? Um, yeah, so before before I started up my, my current page, I actually went off Instagram for six months. So I did have an Instagram before. Um, and I took a bit of a break um, off Instagram. Just I felt I was a lot more productive without it at the time. Um, I was able to kind of focus on other things as opposed to looking on my phone for half an hour. I was able to stretch or do a bit of mobility or something. So um, it was a really good thing that I did. I don't regret it. But um, the whole point, I suppose, of this Instagram that I put up is, number one, if it can help even one person eat that little bit better or bit of motivation to train then i can see it as a, as a success in my eyes but it's also to keep me accountable as well and to keep me on my toes and also it's, you know i can track my journey of this crossfit kind of thing that i'm getting into so that's the main thing i'm not looking to get loads of followers i'm not looking to be an influencer or anything like that it's just the down to earth healthy food training good positive vibes just for people to to look at and hopefully take something from it so that's really it but in terms of posting stuff and feeling you know a bit nervous um I suppose the thing that I've learned a lot the last year is I don't really value people's opinions of me that much anymore. And I used to, you know, and I think a lot of people do when they're using Instagram and stuff, there's always that 10 seconds of, oh, will I put this up? Will I not put this up? So what I've just started doing is when that talk comes into my head, I just get rid of it straight away. And I'm just like, I'm putting this up. I don't really care. I want to put it up. It, it's good. You know, it feels good to me. And everything that I'm putting up is, is all in relation to positive stuff. So if people want to look at it negatively, then they probably need to look at maybe the way they're looking at things as opposed to what I'm putting up, you know, that sort of way. So I just don't really, I don't, I don't want to say the cliche. I don't care what people think, but I just don't value people's opinions that much. I just kind of care about what I think, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. And it is absolutely brilliant. And and some of the things we see, we, we've the run club going, as you know, on Facebook, we've nearly 250 members, but we know that a lot of people in that group, they're going out for the runs. They're, they're doing their bits and pieces and they're not posting. They're not, you know, mm. putting themselves up there. They don't want us to know how, how slow or how fast they ran because they don't want to be judged. But like that, we take a very similar policy as you. Like, as long as, like, we set this up, the original, just to help people because it it, it changed my life, changed Sean's life for the better. Uh, Sean looks at running a hell of, Sean used to be all weights, no run. And he looks at running a hell of a lot differently now and how it helps yeah. his training. I, it's changed me. I used to be a bigger guy and it helped me I, I suffered with you guys for a long time and then I actually found the benefits of running you know and, and, and learned how to manage it but there's a lot of people out there that are so afraid of what the internet is going to say about them yeah, that yeah, they don't yeah. want to put themselves up there and it, I'm glad that if people aren't comfortable posting I'm, I don't mind but I'm just glad like you said if we can even through this podcast because we know we've nearly 6,000 downloads on there we've over 6,000 downloads on the podcast so there's, yeah. there's people out there that are getting something from conversations with the likes of you from me from Sean and it's helping them in their day and, and that's why I yeah. admire I admire everything you've done yeah um, it's absolutely brilliant but you do have a competition coming up yeah so it's kind of it's obviously with COVID at the moment it's a bit up in the air but it's the it's the CrossFit Open so it's essentially the open for the CrossFit Games, which is the worldwide. It's like the biggest, the kind of the pinnacle of, of CrossFit. So that's on March 11th is the date for that. It's a three-week competition and uh, it involves a workout every week. So every Friday, each workout is released for three weeks. And the only thing is with gyms being closed and stuff at the moment, uh, it's a bit wishy-washy whether I'm going to be able to actually compete. But I'm training for it with hoping that we won't be able to swing something or 
we might be able to sort something out, but it's a bit up in the air at the moment now. So I'm just trying to stay positive about it, you know. Do you know uh, with, with the CrossFit Games? I, I don't know too much about CrossFit, but I did see the couple of different documentaries they put up on Netflix. Yeah. Do you know exactly what you're training for, or is it kind of like the actual CrossFit Games where this video comes up and goes, okay, you've got to do this challenge this week, or is there anything particular you're training for? Um, so I'm actually on a program at the moment. So my gym, CrossFit Limitless in Galway, um, absolutely outstanding gym and a great community as well. Um, so I'm getting programmed off uh, one of the coaches in that gym. So he, I'm basically on an app with him and he programs my training for the week. Um, so in terms of competitions like this open, you won't, you won't actually know the workout until the Friday it's released. So it's a bit kind of, you kind of have to be ready for everything in that sort of sense. And it's good in a way because you're kind of, you have to, you have to always kind of, you have to work on all angles all the time, you know, that kind of way. Um, so yeah, it's kind of as on the day kind of thing. Now, the more you get some competitions, like you could go to a local competition, say in Tullamore, might just be a one day competition and you'll know the workout a week before. So you can train for it. But competitions like this, you'll just find out on the day. Betty. What's the chance of being open swims or anything like that? I'm assuming, like, you can't really do that. It's, it's going to be all kind of weights, I suppose, in terms yeah, of... Yeah, so board, the, right? the, the Open is known for going to dark places during workouts. Yeah. Like they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty tough, um, especially the first week. It's, um, you know, people do expect it, like dumbbells, skipping ropes, uh, pile of boxes, you know, burpees, stuff like that. Mm. Um, so, look, we'll just have to wait and see. The last, last couple of years have been... Uh, I've been beasters now, to be honest. So we're not expecting anything different this year. So, you drive off that? Yeah, like I'm a. Yeah, I I really do. Like I'm I'm a, I'm <laughs> a firm believer. Bank for fourteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a bit intimidating for a lot of people. You kind of have to be a little bit switched on to to, nah, to, to know you're going to be beasted out of it. Nah, motiv- motivation's huge. Like I'm I'm a, I'm a firm believer in um you know I really believe that you need to struggle to achieve to feel like you've achieved something. You know whether that's uh academically or physically I really think that you have to struggle to do to, to, to get that sense of achievement like Eric can agree with me in the cadets and stuff no matter how bad a PT was and Eric you know the PT I'm on about man oh yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> still that's still sen- my sleep that sense but that sense of achievement that you get through these things um, because you struggle through it you know nothing comes easy so yeah, I do. I do. I, you know, obviously a couple of seconds before a workout like that, you're, you're nearly afraid. Like you're kind of, mm. you're breathing heavy because you know, this is going to hurt in about five minutes, but you know, the feeling afterwards, after five minutes, after you're finished, it's, it's going to be worth it. And the feeling's going to be good. So that's kind of what, what gets me going. Unreal. Is that your main motivator for CrossFit? Is it that, or do you have a, a different goal in mind? We just switch into it. Um, no, well, CrossFit's this is my this is me now for a couple of years. I want to see where I can go with this. Uh, I'm 22, uh, going 23, so I want to. I'm excited to see where I can go with it by the time I'm 26, 27, 28. Hopefully, I'm uh, after improving a lot more, and hopefully, after doing well in some competitions, it will get me somewhere. But moments, I'm just you know, I'm not even a year into it, but uh, you know, I'm picking it up, picking things up easily enough, and I'm seem to be doing well enough so far. So hopefully, it goes well. You know. Yeah, it's really good, but no. For those who are listening as well, like we've introduced you as holding the plank for 48 minutes and, uh, you know, CrossFit and, and you're starting to take it very seriously. But what advice do you give? And, and again, I bring it back to, sorry, the, the gym you're in in Galway is, which is the CrossFit, CrossFit Limitless, it's called. CrossFit Limitless. So the likes of them, like I know myself and it's an age old thing we always talk about here on the podcast. People think they need to get fit in order to join one of these things. So for me, I haven't lifted Absolutely, weights. Absolutely, yeah. All I have done is body weights <clears throat> easily for the last year. I haven't lifted a weight, you know, a sandbag. That's that's about it, doing some functional stuff. 
me yeah. as well, yeah, I'd yeah. happily go down the cross there and go, I know nothing. Just give me a bar and show me how it works. But how do you encourage people yeah. who are afraid of the grunts, afraid of the people who throw away? You know, like, how do you encourage day one women yeah. as well? Because it is a massive, massive sport for yeah. women. And something that a lot of girls do really well with because they pay attention to details. So they tend to actually do quite well yeah. in CrossFit. How do you encourage someone even, to take yeah, that first so better, better than men at some stage as well, yeah. How do you encourage Yeah, what I say on that topic, start? Eric, is, um, yeah, um, I'd say for anyone to, I suppose, go ahead. But, you know, like people, you can, you can bring the horse to the water, but you can't make them drink it, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. So I think there needs to be a, 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 a shift in mindset, first of all, as to, you know, an actual shift in mindset where it's like, right, I'm doing this kind of for myself and not really caring about, you know, what other people are thinking. So what I'll say about the CrossFit community is it is so, so welcoming you will walk into any CrossFit gym in the country and it's the same vibe everywhere. It's not like, you know, there's no judgments and it's, it's unbelievable. There's all types of fitness levels. There's 60 year olds in my gym, 60 year old women in my gym who, who have only started, you know, a year or two ago. And um, there's people that, you know, are, are slightly overweight and are looking to lose weight. There's people that are a bit too skinny and they're looking to gain some mass and um, there's people who just want to compete. They're just there to compete. And there's people who are there just to get an overall better lifestyle and better, better quality of life. And that's the real thing behind CrossFit. It's nothing got to do with beasting yourself for, you know, that's the competition side of it. That's for lads who want to compete and, and, and are competitive and stuff like that. But the real thing about CrossFit is the quality of life that it brings. It's not just in the gym for an hour. It's when you're at home. It's it's when you're, you know, chilling on the weekends. It's the whole community that it's the community that it provides. And shout out to my gym, CrossFit Limitless in Galway. Like I like I've only been there a couple of months, and I really do feel like they're my family at the moment. Like they're absolutely amazing people, and it's the same everywhere in the country. It's the same vibe in every gym. So, to give advice to someone wanting to do CrossFit, I'd highly highly recommend, and nothing yeah. to be afraid of. It's really like, and it is something to say. And as well, I've noticed as well when I've got involved in the triathlon side. Like you went CrossFit, I went triathlon stuff. That's just not taught to us in, a, in our profession. You know, yeah, but absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely something I've noticed as well is that when you go into something that you're interested in, like you said, you have that mental shift that you're like, right, I'm going to lose weight. And I see an online running group. Once you get involved, you actually, once you're willing to have made that change, you find there's so many people that are willing to help you. And yeah, there's so many people yeah. <laughs> that are there to root for you rather than put you down. We're not going to tell yeah. you how bad you are because you had, you know, a takeaway on the weekend. Like we were inundated with messages. And I come back to your, 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 the food that you put up uh, online. We were inundated with messages from people going, Oh, look, it's pancake Tuesday. Should I have a pancake or, and our response was <laughs> absolutely. If you, if you want the pancake, yeah, 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 a pancake. Yeah. you know, like it's some people, and I know yourself, you're probably in competition, so you're probably slightly more rigid. So you'll say, Look, I'll have my pancakes on me. On me nah, I, day I, don't off, worry, but, I eat pancakes, I eat pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, everyone knows what I've been doing. So, but the, but my point is, the uh, like some people are they feel like it's either all or nothing, but they, if I want to lose weight, I have to give up my former life and I, it's not really no, that you just no. need to change one element isn't that what it is like you said change that mindset if you were just yeah 100 percent. so the big the, when it comes to nutrition with me um i hold three big words in my head all the time and that's consistency discipline and mindset so they're the three big words that i use when it comes to nutrition um and i believe if you follow each one of them words through every aspect of your life you're going to do well so like nutrition if you want to lose weight you don't have to give up anything. You just need to be in a calorie deficit. And before I start talking about nutrition, 
I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a food scientist or by any means. I'm just a guy who's researched a lot, who's, who has tried a lot of diets and has seen the ups and downs of doing different things. So lose weight, calorie deficit. You can, you can eat 1,800 calories of McDonald's every day for two months and you'll still lose weight. If yeah. that makes sense. And if you want to put on weight, you need to be in a calorie surplus. So there's no need to cut out things or to, to, to restrict yourself. Like, you know, that just creates an unhealthy relationship with food. And that's when people start losing interest is when that starts creeping in. So if this, if you, if you can talk to someone about, you know, the actual science behind losing weight and the science behind gaining weight, you'll find that it's actually a really enjoyable process. And as I said, like if you're consistent, disciplined, and you have a good mindset going with that, you're, you're going to do well. And that's that's what I love about it as well because there, we're at a stage where we have so much information that sometimes when you log on, if you search fitness or diet, if you type into Google diet, first thing you're going to get is the no carb diet. Then golden days, the active carb, carbs are so good, man. Yeah, carbs are great. But carbs like, are good. You're looking at the keto diets. It's a new thing. And then yeah, carnivore people, diets. Yeah, someone is going to. We spoke about it in week one. And then what was the other one, Sean, that still gives me nightmares? Was that the carnivore vegan, carnivore vegan diet? Yeah. Oh. No, a bit of both. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were saying January was um, World Carnivore Month and, and January is also vegan area. It's like, oh, which one is it, guys? But like yeah. you said, it, it's all, they're all just strategies to, to lose. And, and they're all like religions these, these days in terms <clears> of, they're like, this is our only way to do it. It's the only way to do it is get rid of carbs. Yeah. The only way to do it is get rid of yeah. fats. The only way to do it is not eat meat. The only way to do it is to only eat meat. And you're like, eh. And yeah. I, I, you simplified it the best way. Consistency and that calorie deficit will get you there. Yeah, yeah. And like, I suppose when we're talking nutrition as well, um, you know, it all depends on what you actually want. Like, you know, everyone's different. Um, and a, a big one that I had to kind of get into my head was... Um, I nearly felt like my head and my body weren't interlinked at one stage when I started going on, um, you know, getting into nutrition, being really interested. So, you know, I want this, you know, everyone, everyone eats well and everyone exercises. You can look at it either way you want. You want to look in the mirror and you want to look good. Boys want to look in the mirror. They want to have a six pack. They want to have some boys and triceps going on. Um, that's part and parcel of it. But it's different if you want to be your nutrition to be based off performance. So a wise man once said to me, Mark Rome, shout out to him. You can't eat like a, a show pony and train like a racehorse. And that was something that really clicked with me. So, you know, it, it's aesthetics. Like if you want to look aesthetically good, you're going to have to be in like a, like a nice calorie deficit there where, you know, your, your performance is probably going to take a hit because you're not going to have that, you know, the carbs in your system that give you energy to perform. They're not going to really be there. Um, you know, so at the moment, my diet is based off being fit as opposed to looking fit. Um, and I'm on, you know, I'm on a bit of a surplus at the moment. I'm looking to gain weight. I'm on over 3000 calories a day, but I need them calories in order to train well and to progress in, in my training. Whereas before last year, I was dropping my calories down to 1,800 to 2000 calories. I was, you know, my performance wasn't great, but I was looking good in the mirror. You know, you could see some abs, you, you know, I was feeling good, but you kind of need to decide which one you want. You want to look aesthetically good or you, you want to perform well. And that kind of, comparison between the show pony and the racehorse really clicked with me and I think it would click with other people as well if they heard that because it's a tough mental battle to kind of to get over you know to get that big jump now from the 1800 calories you were to 3000 does that mean you're getting bigger meals a day or does that mean for you you get more meals a day like what what would your daily regimen look like in terms of nutrition leading up to the CrossFit Open yeah so eight so yeah I'd have in around five meals a day um you know, and I try to, you know, I use the, the app, my fitness pal. So 
personally, look, it doesn't work for anyone, everyone tracking calories. Um, some people, it just doesn't work mentally with them. And I totally get that. But for me personally, I use my fitness pal to track my meals. So eight o'clock in the morning is 80 grams of oats, a scoop of PhD powder, some berries and some almond milk. Um, I don't drink dairy milk. I just drink almond milk now. Um, and I have that as overnight oats in the morning with some peanut butter. So that's at eight o'clock. 11 o'clock then I'll have a bagel with some with a half an avocado, three eggs, two turkey rashers and a bit of spinach. That'd be meal two. So I'll probably train then in the afternoon, but maybe two hours after that, I'll come back then. I'll get another bagel into me with some peanut butter and jam and maybe two turkey burgers. That'll be meal three. That'll bring me up to dinner then. Dinner is usually some sweet potato or rice with some greens and some source of meat. So we're talking salmon, turkey, chicken, mince, could be anything like that. Could be chili con carne or something. Just something whole foods, like something not processed. Um, and then obviously trying to hit the 3,000 calories and sometimes more because, you know, you might burn, you know, you, you might have to get another three or 400 calories in depending on how your training went that day. So I'll probably have another bagel then in the evenings with some maybe turkey rashers and eggs or something like that. And I'll be fairly full going to bed. But um, yeah, that'd be my typical day now, yeah. Jeez, I've got training days, non-training days, or is that just your five meals, your five meals? That's, yeah, no, every day is the same, um, to be honest with you. Like, like I'm training kind of five, six days a week at the moment, and the training's tough. So, like, I'm training, say, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and my rest day is on a Thursday, but I really feel I need to rest on a Thursday. Like, it's not like I'm, like, you know, on a Thursday, I'm wrecked. Like, I I just chill out for the whole day don't do anything fitness related, but I still keep my, nut- I still get my calories in. I still get my protein in, still take my creatine and protein, whatever you need to be like your supplements and stuff like that. So my diet doesn't really change based off rest days or anything like that, because I know I'm going to be back on the bike the day after anyway. Gotcha. It's amazing. Like you've described a phenomenal amount of food. Like I was actually saying, I don't know if I could eat all that. <laughs> yeah. Difference being, And this is, this is the fact that we try, I had a conversation with my mom before I went away Oh, she'll kill me if she ever listens to this. Good thing she's bad with technology. So she was eating very little, but she was eating all the wrong things that was making her calorie intake be nearly And she was eating so little. She's like, how can such a little biscuit have such a big thing? You know, she's like, I've only it's just... A, it's a killer. That. It's a killer. You know, and, but people, I don't know whether it's in school, but my mom, plus 60, 20 years of age, um, she never knew what calories were you know she knew what yeah, good food was, yeah, yeah. Bad was and it's only now as well some people know but like you said you could eat mcdonald's you could go and have one meal at mcdonald's and hit your three thousand for the day That's it. yeah 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 or you yeah, well, I'll, have, I'll, I'll feel awful but i hit the yeah, calories <laughs> you know but or you could have all that food that you've said it's whole foods and you can meal prep a lot mm-hmm. of that bagels or eat, you know like that's yeah. one thing that i think people are kind of missing is they think they have to live <laughs> eat very little of something in order to make that but in actual fact if you eat the right things you can have big big meals that'll keep yeah, you full yeah, um, yeah absolutely and don't get me wrong I'm uh, when it, it does it is it is a mental battle because people who really do, do care about how they look and I'm not going to lie I do like looking in the mirror and I do like walking around thinking that I am looking good aesthetically um, but as I said like what I'm focusing on now is performance so I know that this like last year when I was on that kind of 2000 calories, it was just three meals a day with a little snack in the evening time. So it was like, you know, a spinach salad with some tuna and stuff like that. in, in the middle of the day, um, you know, but if you're looking perform, like you need to look at, you know, it, as I, I'm just going back to, you need to know what you want in your head. Some people are a bit confused. Yeah. You know, I want to run, I want to run a sub 40, 10 K or I want to run a sub 25 K. 
but I want to eat like this. Like you need to eat for that. Like look at your food as fuel as opposed to looking at your food as a bad thing. You know that kind of way? Absolutely. And me and Sean always say, I want the biggest arms in the world, but I want to run marathons. And Sean keeps saying, well, pick pick one and stick to it. All. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's actually kind of how I got into CrossFit lads as well. Like I was always big into, I was always big into running like Eric, you know me and the cadets and stuff like that. Like, uh, I think my 5K time is 17.45 would be my fastest 5K. And my, and I've done a 38-minute 10K. So I've always kind of been decent at running, like. But then you'd look at my body type. You'd look at the shape of me and, and you'd look and go, geez, he's a little bit kind of, he's a little bit, like, not heavy or chubby, but you doesn't look like a runner, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then I'd be decent in the gym as well. So people used to always say, like, when someone when someone turned around and said, here, have you heard about CrossFit? It's like a mixture between both of this. I was like, ah, here. Seriously, <laughs> I can run, I can lift weights and I can run. Get me and get me in on that, hundred yeah. percent. So that's kind of how it went about, really. And to be honest, knowing you and having trained with you, it is a perfect matchup for you. It is, and that, and I totally understand why you're going down the road. It's like I'd like to see what I can do in four years, and I only hope that me and Tom can use this podcast to cash in on you in four years' time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely do. I think you're going to have a great success with it because one, your attitude, and as you said. You, you have the three words there based around consistency you know like it's you take the simple you you take a hard concept for a lot of people and you make it very simple and that's one reason i i said to Shannon, like we have to get this guy on because mm. it's the same thing we're doing it's a different sport we're into the running and the cycling and and uh, and the personal training as well crossfit is yeah. a, a in itself but the mentality is always the same no matter what you're doing and yeah and it exactly. always, always come back to that consistency you've talked of and it's been absolutely brilliant to crack into your brain a little bit uh, based on uh, what I've seen over the last little while. And it has been so good. And I have no doubt that people have definitely, definitely gained from it. I've definitely been inspired. So Same. I did when I went away, I would uh, get on to this uh, diet stuff. I'd start looking after myself a bit better. And then I arrived home and my <coughs> mom was putting them back low for me. So I was like, right, you better wait a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll get on board anyway. And uh, if you don't mind, we might take a look at some of your meals and put them out there and tag you in it. And uh, just yeah, show it. Absolutely. It takes to be consistent because you have been phenomenal inspiration to me anyway. And you always have been since we met each other. Um, sure, it's 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 been phenomenal to watch the journey. We're excited to see the rest of the journey. Um, have you any last bits that you'd like to say to people who are looking to make that change, looking to change that mentality? Have you any last bits of advice or inspiration for people? Um, yeah, so I suppose the word precedent is a big one that I always use when I wake up in the morning. Um, and, you know, people kind of focus so much on, the like, you know, they want to change their mindset so they're going to train today or they're going to eat well today. Um, whereas really the good decisions actually start from the minute you wake up. So when I wake up in the morning, I make sure that I don't put snooze on my alarm or that I don't walk out of my room without making my bed and things like that. So them little wins at the start of the day create peace for the rest of the day, if that makes sense. So, you know, that'll turn into a good training session and that'll turn into good food choices and stuff like that. So it's not just like a, you know, I'm, I'm going to train, I'm going to start training. It's a bit of a, a mindset shift and a lifestyle change that I'm just going to incorporate these things into a better life that I want to make, if that makes sense. So um, that would that would definitely be, I think that shift in mindset is definitely something and just taking every small win every day because they're the little things in people's lives that kind of negatively impact their day, but they don't actually realize the things like pressing snooze in your alarm and 
I'll get up at eight and go for a walk and then you press snooze till nine and you're not out of bed till 10 and stuff like that. You know, it's hard to get momentum going. So even just focus on small things like that throughout your day and then start incorporating in, you know, healthy food choices, you know, or maybe I'll look up a bit about calorie deficits or calorie surpluses and maybe I look into someone about doing a bit of training and stuff. But I just think it all, it's all rolled into one. You know, it's all rolled into one really. And that just creates a, a, a good, healthy lifestyle. So that would be my advice to people out there looking to get started. Yeah, if you're going to change the world, start by making your bed. It's never That's a truer statement. Here. There's nothing worse than going downstairs and coming back up and your bed's not, not made. Like, yeah. <laughs> Getting back into it at night, it's just after a hard day, you come back to a made bed and it's a great little book and a great speech if, if anyone has ever seen it. But it's yeah. uh, it's been absolutely phenomenal. Sean, have you any last points for Connor? I feel like Connor, I've listened to like the if David Goggins had an Irish accent, that's what I'm listening to right now. <laughs> Connor, where can we find your you on Instagram, particularly for those nutrition meals, stuff like that? Because I know people would be definitely interested in that side of it, as well as obviously your training. Yeah, cool, Sean. Yeah. So my Instagram name is Connor underscore Jameson. That's uh Jameson spelled J-A-M-I-E-S-O-N. So it's uh, an L Scottish spelling. My dad is from Scotland, so uh, it's a bit of a weird one. Oh, we all have our problems. Don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Connor underscore Jameson is the Instagram. Um, look, it's nothing special, but if you just want a few little healthy healthy recipes and a uh, few tips and stuff like that on mobility and stuff like that or whatever, um, or even just to get a bit of motivation or whatever, it's uh, it's there for everyone to use. Unreal, Connor. Uh, thanks again for this, this this interview. Really, really enjoyed it myself. I know Eric did too. Uh, best luck in the CrossFit Open in a couple of weeks' time. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sean. Really hope it goes ahead. Yeah, no, that's it. And it's uh, it's been wonderful to have Connor on and hopefully we can have more like him on over the next couple of weeks. But as Sean said, very best of luck, Connor. It's been absolutely brilliant. Uh, hopefully those listening get something out of it as well. And it's been wonderful. An education talking to you, actually. It's been it's been refreshing, especially with all the, the negative talk just going around. It's nice to see you're doing so well and it's been absolutely brilliant to chat to you about it. Thanks so much, Luke. No worries, Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Take care, Carl. Look after yourself, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Any Given Run Day podcast. And that's it for three of us. Take care. Bye.